All right, America, sit down, get some popcorn, put your listening ears on. We're going to have a little bit, little bit of a talk. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin made me laugh there for a second. We're going to have a little bit of a talk today, America. Okay, um, <laughs> just joking. Okay, so this is Nate Luke, and welcome back to LCC's podcast, Pursuit of Purpose. I am joined here tonight by Kevin Stilkey. What's up? Nelson Combs. Hello. And Cody Jeweler could not make tonight. He had some work obligations, so we will unfortunately miss Cody. Yes. Wow, that was in tandem. It's like you guys <laughs> planned that. <laughs> no one told me, Cody. We, so I guess we I'm miss your you, buddy. friend. <laughs> yeah, we miss you, pig. <laughs> Easy. Oh, sorry. Easy there. <laughs> so, guys, we we've been a little bit um, we've been struggling the past few weeks. Of course, the holidays have played a large part into this. We've all been a little bit busy with with family coming in or just uh, obvious you know holiday obligations. So, we're happy to be back. It's been a new year. Uh, we're excited to be back. It's our what thirty first episode. Thirty one. Yeah, we're thirty one. It took us a month to, to get, get to 31. 31. <laughs> <laughs> From 30 to 31. Been, been a little nuts. <laughs> we're here. Yeah. And there we are. So we're excited to be back. Um, you should see us a little bit more consistent in the next few weeks. So we're Absolutely, looking forward yeah. to it. Digging into some uh, some topics here um, involving a lot of different things. So um, speaking of which, you know, usually we, we start every podcast off with a quick news segment. Um, you know, just of the comings and goings of the world and of America and um, really just our Christian lives. Uh, we we're planning on talking about our New Year's resolutions. We would like to get to that uh, just like we we're planning on. But um, obviously some events came up last night, some really historical things that we've never really experienced in this country. Yeah. Never happened. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, how do we look at that as Christians? How do we approach that as Christians? How do we uh, take a biblical stance on uh, the thing that happened last night that we're going to get into? Um, so th- that's that's really going to be the big topic that kind of just took over tonight. Um, we thought, you know, the relevance of it, uh, w- we can't stand by and not talk about it yeah. and not not kind of address it and give us give give everyone our thoughts on. I mean, this, yeah, so. I mean, Nate, if we had. If we had our way, I mean, this would not be the conversation we're having. Yeah, definitely. We we would love to talk about our New Year's resolutions, which again we're going to. But um, you know, this is just too too serious of a a topic and um, just something that's again never happened. And how do we approach this? So before we get to that, you know what the word of twenty twenty is unprecedented. Yeah. So what does that make? How many times have we said that? Yeah, what's twenty twenty like twenty one gonna be? Somebody come up with a word. If if Cody was here, we would have a word. He would have unprecedented tid. <laughs> yeah, the sequel. I don't the sequel two point <laughs> part two. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll get into this. Obviously, it's a very big topic. Um, it's an important topic. You know, we shouldn't separate our our, our Christian lives from the real world. So. Uh, we'll get into that here in a second, but guys, just real quick, just to try to make a little bit of light out of this podcast. You know what? Of course, it's January seventh today. What have our New Year's resolutions been? What are some things that we want to improve upon uh, for the upcoming year in twenty twenty one? 
you know, how do we go from an unprecedented year, as you said, to the new year here? Um, I'll start with myself. Um, you know, 2020 was a year where a lot of people spent time with their families for obvious reasons. Um, I myself, I actually found myself a lot of the time not doing that as much as what I thought I could have. Um, so that is something that I want to improve upon uh, myself going forward in 2021 is just, again, spending time with family, enjoying the fact that I'll have a four slash five-year-old son and um, you know a one slash two-year-old daughter going into this year and, and really just enjoying them and enjoying my wife and just living in the moment. So that's something that I want to do in 2021 um, going forward here. Nelson? Yeah, 2020 was a, um, it was, it could have been, it was a little bit of a rough year, a lot of unknowns and a lot of not really um, unpredictability, I think would be a term that like, you kind of never knew what was going to happen next. And I think that really taught me a lesson to really um, put things at God's feet and to really focus on putting everything in his hands that he can take care of it. And I was listening to a podcast uh, this weekend or this week on the way to work and it one of the things they brought up was, Who was it, uh, it was, uh Eldridge of their uh Wild at Heart podcast. Oh yeah. What what is his first name? John. John, John Eldridge. Eldridge. Yeah, and yeah. uh one of his guests was speaking and he said, You don't wanna we might enter a year where we're stressed, depleted, anxious, unknowns and say get, that again. Like, Just... We're entering a year where we may enter stressed, depleted, anxious, and God is not. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. we can't impose our emotions on God because he doesn't experience that. That's good. And so that really, I've listened to that one several times this week and that's really kind of sitting heavy with me that we need to focus on him and get our strength from him. Yeah, definitely. Kevin. I, uh, I just got back from Florida Sunday night. Um, I, one of the things I love about, when we take off and and we go to another places, wherever I go, <clears throat> I try to find a church to go to. Just because as, as a as a preacher, I'm I'm involved in planning. I'm involved in the sermon, the prep, the delivery, all that stuff. And so, you know, just hearing other places and and being in other environments and things like that. Like, yeah, I just don't get. I just don't get. A, chance to do that very much and so it's it's refreshing I mean that's one that's one of the things for vacation for me that's just really really a blessing is being able to go to another service and just sit there and it's hard sometimes because I can be very critical you know sure, just yeah. I mean you when you're when when that's what you do like you 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 hear or see something and you're like ah, I'd have done this like this or I you know but but at the same time it's it's just a real blessing and we got to go um, to a place um, this this la- the week before last and man it was just the worship was incredible um, you know you go you know and I'm not I'm not this is not a political thing this is not a you know I'm not making a statement by saying this but like you know it the mask thing wasn't like you know just plastered and put everywhere you know. There were some people wearing masks. There were some people not, but they were all believers. They were all there together, um, and it was just good. It just felt refreshing. You know, it was it was, you know, a few thousand people gathered in a location, just 
for the purpose of worshiping God and and hearing from him, you know, in the word that he had to speak. And, you know, I just, I, that's one thing that, you know, as much as we're trying to do that here at LCC, like, you know, I, it almost feels like it's missing, you know, to an extent, you know, just from my, from a standpoint of coming here and just being, just it being, there being some normalcy to it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I think we all sense that we all feel it. And I'm not. And again, I'm I'm not making a statement to for change or anything. I'm just, you know, the statement I'm making is like there there is a significance and an importance to the community that's created in in having in person services. And and it was just it was a beautiful thing. And the preacher's going through his thing, and and he gets the end, and and he's introducing a 21-day fast that they're getting ready to start. And I just, you know, for myself, you know, for Emma, you know, for our family, you know, just as as he's talking about why they're doing this and, and, and the reason being, hey, listen, God, we want to give you the first fruits of this new year. Like, we go through 2020, you know, there's a lot of discouragement, there's a lot of isolation, there's a lot of depression, there's a lot of just negative things to focus on. But God regardless of what you give us in 2021 like we're going to give you the beginning of this you know and that's what that's what god wants in every part of our life with our finances you know with our time and our energy you know with 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 you know our food and 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 our you know excess and all those things he wants the first fruits he deserves the first fruits and it was just it was really challenging and it's something that you know it just really challenged me you know, in regard to, to kind of bring him back to here and, and something that, you know, I'm going to challenge our congregation with, you know, in the, in the upcoming weeks, we're putting together, you know, some information on fasting and, and different avenues from that. And, and it doesn't have to be a full food fast. You know, um, there are several different kinds of fasting, fasting from something that maybe, you know, you sense God saying, Hey, listen, you need to back off this, um, you know, there's uh, different styles of things you can do, but I think you're just kind of going back to that theme. You know, and I know for for us, you know, for for Nora, Paul, Emma, and I, you know, we we definitely want to take something, um, and just take it out of our lives and say, "Hey, God, like we want to put you first. And and I, you know, you, you think about what we came through in in 2020, and I. What better way to go into 2021 than to say, God, like you first, regardless of what happens. So, uh, you know, something we'll talk more about, you know, from a church standpoint and even, you know, you listeners out there, you know, you can join in. We'll try to give you more information. Nate, don't let me forget this, that we need to talk about this a little more next week. But, uh, you know, when when the start date of that will be kind of what your options are, we'll try to put some stuff out on Facebook. Um you know, in regard to what you can do and how you can partner and, and just a focus 21 days of prayer and fasting, you know, for this upcoming year. Um, there's a lot that we as believers and, um, you know, just, you know, people who want to honor God could be discouraged about looking at, you know, our culture, the world, this nation, but I can tell you one thing: we can't, we would never be discouraged. I mean, is that that God is in control and He's got this. So, yeah, Amen and a woman, brother. Yeah, 
No. I was, I was kind of waiting for it. <laughs> there it is. Should we Should we have a conversation now? Oh, oh man. My, you opened Sorry, the... I, I just wanted to sneak that in there, man. Gosh. Uh, no, hey, that's Kevin. Well done, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, 21-day fast, that's something... I have definitely never done. We we think fasting is something where we you know you can't eat for 21 days or uh, you can't eat at this time during 21 days. And and as you said before the podcast, Nelson, you know it's it, there's a lot of things that we as Americans um, we're indulgent upon a lot. Um, and, you know we we need to fast from. So I, I think that's a, a very good discipline that we can get on board with. And I can't wait to to get on board with that, Kevin. Uh, so hope to hear some details from you here soon, man. Yeah. And that actually would have probably taken up the majority of our podcast, except, except January 6th, 2021. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess that that's going to segue into the one part of the podcast. I was, I could definitely wait to talk before we do, before we do. So the amen, amen, a woman thing. That happened this week. Nate, give us the backstory. Let's let's just hit on that because I think, you know, I, I think without some context, that may not be something that you that 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 stirs you at all. You know, that may be something that's oh, that's a good idea. But I, I think we got I think it's something we have to discuss. Just just sure. To cover it, just to make sure that, like, hey, listen, you know, there is, this is what this really is about. So, kind of give the backstory there. So, definitely no expert on Hebrew or Latin or really any other language, for that matter, except for English. No I'm one not in really this room is. expert on that. Yeah. No, That's no. why we're missing Cody tonight. He's our foreign language <laughs> expert. But No, 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 no. It's, it's Cody, good that Cody's back. not here. Because he... <laughs> no. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> was it my singing, Kevin? Uh, All right. Uh, so, just a little bit of backstory. I, I believe it was a was it a state representative, it was a congressman, congressman, from Missouri. Missouri, or was that the congressman from Missouri? I think we're we might be thinking different things. Maybe Georgia. Cleaver. Cleaver. Yes. Cleaver was his name. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, end of a prayer session in Congress said, um, "Amen and a woman." And, and again, uh, you know, it, it's it's not a big deal, I guess, if if you know, you don't want it to be, um, but I, I believe you know a lot of people took it as something to kind of make a joke out of, and I did of course as well because that's I guess what I do, right? Um, but I guess you know, amen. The the Hebrew meaning of it is so be it, yes, or yes. let it be. So be it, is it? So yeah, and so I, be it. I so be that. it. So some positives came out of that. Yeah. At least I know what the word amen or amens, uh, you know, means out of this. But obviously, it's gotten a little bit of social media reaction this week and really just reaction and period uh and in general i should say so you know just uh what 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 should we you know how should we approach that you know is there a way for us christians to approach that um it was just kind of a, a different different little thing that came out at us at the the beginning of the week so kevin if you want to elaborate on that yeah so i the issue that we should have with is not the fact that someone, you know, wants to, you know, from a man woman standpoint, 
you know, encourage equality there. The church has been about that from the beginning. In fact, yeah. the Christian church, you know, founded equality from a from a gender standpoint, man, woman. That is, you know, actual genders and not made up genders. And I know that's a strong statement, but that's just that's, no, that's the reality of scripture. Most yeah. definitely, yeah. And and so from that standpoint, the Bible stands, hey, listen, you know, we we have our places and and no one I mean it's the thing that I talk about all the time, you know, one of the things that happens in the church is well you have well the preacher and he's the man and he's, you know, this and that. No. I you know, every time I get up in the pulpit it is, hey listen, like we all have different roles in this and no one's role is more important than the other, but that doesn't mean that we don't have roles and that we don't need to stand in those roles and 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 perform in those roles in a way that is God honoring and, and God glorifying, you know, and, and some of those roles are mouthpieces, which our culture puts up on a podium and says, Hey, look, this is really, really important. And some of them are service roles where, you know, you're wiping butts and cleaning toilets. And the reality is in God's kingdom, n- those two roles, one is not more important than the other. Um, and so from that standpoint, like the, the Bible is very clear, but when we begin to promote things outside of that biblically you know from that standpoint or even inserting this idea that amen has some kind of gender connotation to it yes that is ridiculous and um sad and disgraceful you know so be it is 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 this idea of like this is the end this is this is the way it needs to be. God, you you are great. You are good. We pray to you. We lay these things before your feet. So be it essentially means whatever your will be, God, let it be. When we try to make that a gender thing or a political thing, that's disgraceful. Like, that's sad. That's wrong. Um, and so, you know, uh, from a... From a standpoint of 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 equality with a man and a woman, I mean, I'm I'm all about you know encouraging and promoting those things from you know the order that God has put forth. Um, but when you try to make an issue out of something that that is, I mean, it's ignorant in one sense because the guy just didn't even know. And it's wrong in the other sense because, you know, it's it's trying to create this idea of God that just doesn't exist. Right. You know, and we and we could talk more about that, you know, as some other podcasts. We're not gonna spend a bunch of time on that, but I definitely think like it's worth understanding that, you know, Amen means so be it. Amen means God, your will be done, not mine. You know? Uh, let's be very clear about that, you know, as 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 we do these things and and make our prayers to the one true God. You know, let's address him the way that scripture calls us to address him, um, you know, and, and not make this, you know, about something it absolutely has nothing to do with. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll, we can definitely spend some more time on that. I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good little issue to address. We, and we've avoided the gender stuff. <laughs> yeah, we have. For yeah. a long time because we Probably know. Probably good reason. Yeah, yeah, because we know, like, <laughs> yeah. this is not. It's not a simple issue to talk about. Definitely not. In our culture and our time, that's becoming more, more cloudy and convoluted. You know, and and the reality is, we probably do need to spend some time on that. So, it's coming. Um, we're dragging our feet, um, <laughs> just like we do on some of this political stuff, because it. You know, 
I mean, when you talk about this, you're putting you're putting an idea out there and you're saying, this is where I stand. And the reality is in the culture we live in, that's not an easy thing to do. I don't care who you are. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, so more to come on that, guys. It is an important issue and, and we'll definitely uh, talk about that. Maybe pray about it a little bit more, see where... Uh, see Amen. What... Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so... Um, you know, move, moving on to the part that I definitely don't want to move on to, but, um, you know, this is something that obviously God has put on our hearts in the last 24 hours or else we wouldn't be talking about it is, you know, everything that transpired yesterday on January 26, 2021. Um, you know, some people have likened it to, uh, days of infamy in American history. You know, uh, Pearl Harbor, December 6th, or 9-11-2001. Wow. Um, yeah, some, some people have. Some people have. And, and it's not just the fact that... Do you think that's fair? I mean, I'm just... No, just, no, I, I, I don't. I don't. And I'll, I'll be I'll be honest. I, I think it's obviously a lot of, you know, left-leaning news outlets that say that. And, and personally, I don't think that's fair. Um, I The ideals of the, this country... Um, you know, some people would argue are more important than just lives lost um, and, and the foundation that we stand upon as a country, um, you know, where we stand upon in terms of our beliefs in uh, Christianity and God. Those are more important than lives lost. Some people stand upon that platform. Um, I'll be very comfortable in saying I personally don't uh, see the same way as them. I don't know about you guys. I'm not going to speak for you. But obviously, um, just just in case you've you've been under a rock for the past you know 24 hours or so, um, we did see some protesters uh, enter into the Capitol building. That is, uh, if you've ever been to Washington D.C. or just know anything about how government works, that is obviously a big no-no. Um, and it's it's been a very big point of contention, not just on social media, but I know coming into class today first period my students were talking about it that was the first thing I heard out of their mouths this morning they were obviously very excited well that's probably uh, a pretty good indicator that it's a big yeah, deal yeah to, if you hear all the students talking about sure. it. sure and it yeah it wasn't just one or two it was uh, my first period is about 15 15 16 kids and they were all talking about it um so they had a pretty good understanding pretty of good understanding of what's of, the age uh seniors yeah juniors and seniors so you know it's it's a big deal, guys. It is. Um, we definitely don't want to diminish that. Um, it, it is a big deal in American history. Uh, it's a big deal, you know, for for our society and, and how we, uh, I guess, I, I it's hard for me to find the words still to this moment. You know, I, I couldn't find the words first period today when the kids asked me what my thoughts were about it. Um, it was hard for oh, me I to hear that. What did you say? Well, I, I told him, <laughs> look, guys, there, there are extremists on both sides. Um, we saw the extremists on one side yesterday. Um, it was tough, man. I, and again, I, I wasn't prepared for it. Um, I wasn't last night while I was watching TV all night, like I was telling you before, Kevin, I, I wasn't prepared for what I was watching and what I was seeing um, you know, you can call it acts of sedition, you can call it insurrection, um, you can call it betrayal, whatever you call it. It, it was a sad day for America. It was, it was sad to watch. So, 
Um, you know, how do we approach that as Christians? How do we navigate through the mucky waters that are um, that or that is America in these early stages of 2021? How do we approach this? Even how do we how do we even sniff this at you know uh, at this point? Anybody watch Tucker Carlson last night? I did not. I did not. Here, you know, I, I personally like a lot of his dialogue. Just you know, just how he approaches and the things he says. Um, now, I, you know, I'm sure we would disagree on a lot of things, but you know, from you know, one of the things that he said, and I think this is something as as Christians, as believers, as people living in a time, in the time that we do was you know what what was that woman who was shot and killed last night what what was she thinking why was she there you know what what led up to that moment and i think you know even when we talked about you know the black lives matter and and all the things that were happening throughout the summer that maybe we didn't stand with them but the consideration and the thought and the process that we went through in in dealing with those issues was like I don't agree with this, but like we have to think about it differently. Like we need to try to put ourselves in the shoes of these individuals who feel like this is worth getting out in the streets and 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 protesting. You know, we, we look at the writing and I don't when none of us sitting around this table condoned that. You know, none of us thought that that was okay. And and maybe even we sat here and thought, well, serves them right because, you know, of what they're doing. Maybe maybe we thought that. But at the end of the day, like, you know, when, when we were in a balanced and healthy way trying to understand... We could say, like, I wouldn't go there and I feel like they've gone too far, but I can understand from this perspective why they would do that and why they would want to get this message out and why now it's important to do that. And I, and I think it's, it's the same in this case. Like, we can't treat that like this and this separately. Like, the reality is, you know, that young woman was there because... She thought it was important to be there and was discouraged by what the process had done. And And the reality is this, like we've lost confidence in our media, we've lost confidence in our politics, um, and you know, this was the comment that Tucker Carlson made, you know, you know, violence and protest, you know, begets violence and protest. <laughs> You know, and so if 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 this left side is going to push and say it's okay, then the right is going to answer at some point, and we saw it. You know, and it was taken to the next step. You know, beyond what any of us would hope for. Um, and and but this spiral, just like in a marriage, just like in any relationship, is going to continue to just you know, circle out of control like a like a hurricane, like a tornado, if if there isn't 
this coming together and um, focusing on you know those issues that are most important. But you know, I don't. You know, are we going to see that again? I don't know, man. Like we've turned a page that you don't turn back from in some regard. Have, um, you, have you ever read the book The uh, Greatest Generation by Tom Brokaw? No, but I might now. It's it's pretty fantastic about the uh, World War II generation and how during the whole entire war, it didn't matter what you had to do if you had to ration food. You know, if you had to, like my grandma, for instance, she just passed away this year, um, but she was a pure Rosie the Riveter. It didn't matter what you had to do. You did it because you loved your country and you loved those who were around you and you wanted to do anything in your power to help advance that. And and not only just for the United States, but, you know, for for the part of the world that wanted some good to come out of the world. So it's, and I I hate to be a drag because I'm usually a pretty optimistic person. It's just, I, I kind of agree with you there. It's, it's hard to imagine us coming back from this mentality of us versus them instead of us versus evil. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, and that's the thing. Like, so Biden is president you know, the Democrats control the Senate and the House. I mean, as a conservative, you know, it's it would be easy for me to crawl in a hole and feel like the world is going to end right now. No, that's that's not a reality. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna yeah. happen. Not gonna happen. Um but you know that's that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. You know, and I think, you know, I, well let me ask you this guys. Gut reaction when you saw it. Nelson disappointed gut reaction disgusted yeah embarrassed yeah I mean at at that moment um because of my views and what I've put out there like I felt like I was almost lumped in with that crowd Uh, well and that's the thing that's 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 what's so horrible. So you, you, it's what you said, Nate. So we have this mentality that you know we can never go back. Well, you know why we can never back because. Because just like the right wouldn't let everything that was happening with with all the riots we saw this summer wouldn't let that go, the you think the left is ever going to let this go? I don't. I don't see it. Not I a mean, chance. And it's become so political. It's become so entrenched. We've become so entrenched in in these doctrines in these beliefs. It's. You know, unless the rhetoric changes from both sides, it only intensifies. It's toxic. It just builds on itself, and the the division just increases. And unfortunately, you have, like you were saying, Nate, there there's there's extremes on both sides of the field. In each end zone, there's extremes, and in in the middle of this field is the rest of us. And we're trying to find our way, and trying to, and we we've talked about this before. We have more in common then we don't. And so we've got to figure a way to come together and understand each other and learn how to talk these things out. Um, the violence, violence is never going to get a positive reaction. It's never going to win. It's never going to move somebody to the other side or show them your point of view. And I, and I would even say like, it has to be a movement away from 
our hope that politics will deliver us. Right, yeah. Because, I mean, you think even about the messages that are being thrown out on both sides of the aisle right now. You know, and honestly, I don't... Our president, no matter who they are or or what political class is in, in session at the time or in charge or in control, they are not our savior. No. And they will never fulfill what he is able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Trump let us down with what where he stands because he's about himself. You know, the 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 liberal, you know, um, leaders at the top let us down because all they can do is talk about, you know, try to jockey and, and maneuver to a position where they have the upper hand. You know, they they flip flopped on this stuff. They went from you know, defiance of violence, and the defiance of of rioting, and defiance of these, or I mean, I guess acceptance. a promotion, yeah, an acceptance, an acceptance yeah. and a promotion of these things to defiance of it. You know, and so <laughs> we're sitting here. I, I mean, honestly, in our hearts, confused and you know, kind of broken up over this, and just not knowing where to turn. And and the reality is, looking at any of those entities as from for deliverance. We're not going to find it. Every nation, every nation that has ever stood, no matter how powerful or how good or how innocent it was when it started, has fallen in this world throughout history. Everyone. And that's something like, I, I'm not going to lie, I thought a little bit about last night, you know, the United States of America is the United States of America now, but what's to say in our lifetime we become another name with another type of government. You know, what is that? What does that look like? You know, how do we, how do we navigate those mucky waters as believers in Christ? You know, it took thousands. I mean, did it take thousands, a thousand years for Rome to eventually like crumble into nothing? And the reality is like that government, that time, that culture, you know, that military was, Untouchable. Untouchable. Oh, yeah. I mean, at the peak of what was happening in Rome when that was its strength, no one would have thought, you know, if you'd have saw at the end that it became what it is. But it fell. But but why did it fall? It wasn't that it was militarily weak. Why did it fall? Are you going to answer that? I was asking you a question, dude. (laughs) I guess it was rhetorical. (laughs) Let me answer my own question. I mean, it was definitely rhetorical. (laughs) Rome fell, and you can you can read any history book on this. Rome fell because it became an indulgent society. Yeah, it thought it was on the top when really its priorities got lost somewhere in the fray of all that. Yeah, right. You know, it wasn't that it was. It's phalanxes were any less weak than they were 500 years earlier. Uh, it, it became indulgent. It became, uh, you know, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it, I mean, it, it, it crumpled in on itself because it became selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. You're right. And, and um, in the practices and its culture and its time, I mean, I mean that's that's absolutely right, and and we've seen that, you know, and and we've experienced that, and we're seeing that over and over again, you know, to the point where, 
you know, the, 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 the values and the honor of, of what we have here in freedom in this country, you know, are not the most important thing. The, and, the me has become the most important thing. With being a veteran, um, that's, that's something that I swore to defend. And the, 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 the degradation of our country and the way it, it's being, yeah, some of the things it, it I take it personally and I, I carry that. Um, I just feel like, you know, like it, it hurts me to see the country hurting and being so divided and not being the light on the hill. Well, you know, and, and this is not fair for me to ask. So just, I Be asked. Prepared. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm asking for an. <laughs> what's any? What's different? I apologize about that? <laughs> before I do this. <laughs> you know, from that standpoint, you know, if go back, how many years ago did you serve? I got out. I started 20 years ago. 20 years. 20 years ago. Would you do it again? I'd leave tomorrow. You go and do it again. Yes. No, even knowing what you're what that what you're fighting for today is. I I have a so running, much different. I I believe in this country, and I believe that. God has had his hand on this country and he's blessed this country and that um, there's something special about this country. And I would lay down my life for this country to this day. Um, I have a running joke with my wife that if World War Three ever breaks out, that I get to sign back up. She says, no, that will be a difficult discussion. Did you tell her I'm the man of the house and I'll make these decisions? Is that, is, what you said? Is that how yours was run? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, so, we're not so talking about me, Nelson. Be prepared for this, but <laughs> we're not talking about me, Nelson. We're talking about you right yeah, now. It's uh, I still believe I still believe wholeheartedly, 100 percent in this country that we can work through this and we can come out of this and we can hopefully have a better understanding and turn out better. You know, and I, and I, you know, and I, I'm hopeful, but the reality is I think we keep putting, you know, our hope in something that, that, you know, like a man that is, is always going to let us down. You know, we can sit here and we can, you know, the reality is like, not only did, did Trump mishandle so many things, right, but he failed he utterly failed in in handling this situation and, and what should have been said and shout how it should have been handled. But we saw it all along. The reality is, like, there was some really great policy and there's some really great things that he did. You know, and just like any president that's ever come, Obama, you know, uh, George Bush, George Bush Jr., Ronald Reagan, you know, we can look back and you and you can see, okay, like all these places that these men have utterly failed in policy. There's not one of them that got it exactly right. None of them. But yet we keep throwing our votes into the pile and saying, this guy's going to save us. And the reality is, I mean, come on. Biden's not going to save us just like any other hasn't. Like we have to stop. And, and this is what the my fear of what government's done. It's It's propped itself up as... You know, because of what it has to do in 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 politics and what it has to do for the popular vote, it has to say like we are your savior. <laughs> Never gonna be our savior. Gonna fail every time. There's one savior of the world. There's one. You know, but but 
but in the, our government, you know, in this time, in, in what's happening, they have to say, we'll be your savior. We're going to deliver you. And they're always going to let us down, just like everything else in life is going to let us down, except for the one savior, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. And we continue to fail to see that. We continue to, to, to put our faith and trust in these policies and these people that promise things that they can never deliver on. And it, that part right there, because that will never change, this situation can never be better. You know, again, I don't, I don't disagree with you, Nelson. I, you know, my hope is that maybe, you know, and, and I do, I believe that you're right, that there is something special about the United States of America but it goes back to what you know I said about Rome like I think there are a lot of people that think that this this nation can never fail and we have a god who will never fail who's saying I, if I'm it's not na- man made or human I, it's going know, to I am not naive th- saying that it cannot fail uh you know my hope is that it never does <laughs> right, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm not naive in saying that it could never I'd say probably our lives will never see it but you There'll know it'll be a day all of us are sitting here with little kids that are four years old and younger and you know that it that's scary that's the scary part that's the scariest part for me you know I know I know where I would stand in all this and how I could handle all this I have to raise them and you know the other day Emma and I are sitting there watching the news just with our mouths wide open eyes bulging can't believe what's happening we sit down to eat dinner, and I've got a four-year-old and a seven-year-old who have no idea what's going on. And my, and my conversation with them was this. The world around you is going to fail. The people are going to fail you. We love you. We're going to try to create an environment in this home of safety and comfort so that you have a foundation to stand on. And God will never let you down, but I can't promise you what's going to happen in this world. Yeah, I mean, God will prepare them for that. It won't be easy. I mean, never has been. No. Never promised it would be. Um, I mean, Daniel in the lion's den, David and Goliath. <laughs> he prepared them for that moment um, and not easy moments to deal with. Yeah. But that I even have to have that conversation, man. Just I know. breaks my heart. Yeah. So what did they say back? I'm just curious. Because they laughed at me. Yeah, I know. My, <laughs> mine did too. <laughs> did you do it too? I, not the exact same conversation. Come on, tell me. What, tell me. Tell your story then. I, you really want to know? It's not as good as mine. I know. Well, I just but, said, hey Bennett, look at these idiots on the TV. Don't be like them. <laughs> don't be. Don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. My, that was how mine went. Yeah, and and, and what was the response? How'd it go? Is it time for dinner, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul's like laughing. He's like busting. He's like, am I supposed to laugh now? It was kind of one of those laughs. <laughs> like, like, am I supposed to laugh? Because I'm going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they didn't understand, but why did we feel like we yeah. even needed to say something? I, know, I mean, dude. it was a stirring yeah. inside of, holy cow, like this is what has happened. This is what's come you know, and knowing, like, I'm sitting here, and you guys were too, like, you're scratching your head saying, 
I don't even have to think about this. I already know how the other side's gonna how how they're going to how they're going to like put put this out there. How they're going to what they're gonna say about it. I already know what the other side is going to turn it be, into. Turn it into. Yeah. Which again is it's a whole conversation in and of itself. I mean we have a chance here to where both sides can have some sort of compromise, you know. Hey, we we've messed up in the past. We see you guys messing up now. Hey, it's all good. Let's love each other now. Okay. Um, it's hard to believe we won't. S- and again, this is just me being pessimistic here. I'm not usually like this, but it's hard to believe us actually doing that. I'd love to see it. I challenge anybody out there listening to actually do it, including myself. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those things, man. Hate to be that guy. <laughs> read, um, I read a post on Facebook. It was a prayer for Joe Biden. You know, I'm, I, you know, I'm conservative, man. I'm, I vote Republican. I mean, you know, there's no if, ands, buts, uh, you know, about that. But it was a prayer. Give him, you know, give him strength. Give him peace. Give him wisdom. Bless him. You know, those who stand against him, you know, overcome them, God. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? There's some of that that I want to pray and some of it, like, that's hard to pray. And the reality is, you know, if we're going to sit here and stay, say that for Donald Trump for the last four years, like let's let's pray for those individuals in leadership. Like, you know, and let's trust God in this time. Let's trust Him to deal with these situations. And you know, I, you know, I'm I'm frustrated. I'm, you know, I'm beat up. I'm broken over this. But at the end of the day, like, my God, you know, He saw this coming a mile away. He knew. Yeah. You know, we can we can sit here and hope and wish. But he knew, and and he's still in control. Um, and the and the foundation that I stand on as a believer in God is not one that says that my policy or my president has to be this or that. It is a God who says, "Hey, listen, my life has to be lived this way. The things that I do matter." And the reality is, like we get caught up in the fact that. If this guy doesn't get elected, if this group doesn't control this form of government, then we're going to fail. When in reality, like I'm talking to the wrong landlord, and that's that's what I said Sunday. You know, I talked Sunday about just you know our reliance on ourselves and our gifting and our talent and our ability to manipulate a situation. When at the end of the day, like God is creator, God is the king. God is not president. He's not a measly president. He's the king of the world. And, you know, we can, we can believe and trust that. And and at the end of the day, like that's why I can go to bed and have peace tonight and not get wrapped up in what the media and our culture is being wrapped up in now. Something that will continue to spiral out of control unless God becomes sinner. And that's the thing like that I really like at the end of the day like really really like 
centers me. It, it's this idea that my hope is not in any of this getting fixed. My hope is in one thing. I know who's in, in control, who's really in control. So, 21-day fasting starts now from TV and social media, folks. Right? Yes. Hey, I would challenge you. I'm challenging you guys. Well, I'm going to pray about it. I'm not saying I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm not oh, saying yeah. I'm going to do it at all. I'm challenging you guys. You're challenging me? Um <laughs> Nelson said he's going to pray about it. <laughs> so, okay, let, let, let's transition to that then. Like, obviously, okay, it happened. It was a real thing. People broke into the Capitol. It was, things got weird, right? Okay, we can all acknowledge that. Where do we go as Christians in, in, in social media here? How do we How do we watch the TV now and say, okay, the media is obviously being very pessimistic, like Nate. <laughs> okay, how how do we as Christians approach this situation and say, how can we show people how God can fix this now? How do we how do we do that? I'm putting you guys on the spot, Nelson. You're oh, first. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. See, I don't understand why you guys give me the authority to like tell you guys who goes, but like I'm taking it. Evidently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how do you how do you how do you tell people that how God is could or is going to fix this. Um I I think really to say that to have faith and just to show people that that's where your comfort comes from is the faith in our Lord and his abilities to alter situations and let his will be done. Thoughts? Yes. <laughs> I put a real zinger on. Yeah, that was a heavy one there on the end there. Yeah. Um, it is, it's going to be a trying time mentally um, with, with attitudes and opinions. Um, I just think a lot of people on both sides are extremely let down with what happened yesterday. Yeah. And I think um, we've got to figure out a way to get some positivity out of this. Well, I, and, you know, we can't shy away from the fact that, you know, if you're, if you're, if your stance is liberal, why, you know, as a believer, as what, I mean, for whatever reason, like it's, it's there for a reason, you know, and, and, Understanding, trying to put ourselves in 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 those individual individual shoes, even if we don't agree with them, you know. And I think it, you know, it, it continues to be that we uh, we read this book, and I can't. I wish I could remember the name of it, um, but it's if if you know what the what this is, then help me, please. But it's you t you have this manger and if you do some kind of service then you put a piece of straw in the manger have you guys seen this 
I haven't. No. Okay. I'm I need Nate, we need to we need to get this one, you know, out there so that people know um uh, you know what it is cuz it, it, it I, like I'm reading this book to my kids and it was about this, you know, story of, you know, her dad um, set up this major, oh, man, I'm so disappointed. My wife's going to like kick my butt if she listens to this, 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 uh, podcast. But you know, her, her dad said, Hey, listen, I'm gonna give you extra gifts this year. And he, they, he builds this little wood manger and, and every time they do an act of service, they can put a piece of straw in this. And so we, we read the book and each of the kids were putting pieces of straw, you know, in the manger. Um, and we get, to the end, and we've only used half the straw. Paul's given up completely. Nora's, you know, adding two or three pieces a day, like she is a beast, you know. But, but, you know, we're getting to the end. The giving it's Chris- manger. Yes, that's it. Giving manger. Check it out. The yeah, giving manger. I'm, I'm Seriously, right like I'm now. like in tears reading this to my kids. It's phenomenal. You should check it out. Um, thank you, Nate. Uh, but we get to the end, and we have half the straw left to put in the manger before we put baby Jesus in on. Christmas night, and I sit the kids down, and I say, listen, Jesus Christ came, lived, and died. We didn't deserve it. We never will deserve it. But he gave us grace when we deserved death. That was was my message, and I put the rest of the straw in and laid baby Jesus in. Like, we failed. We didn't get the service acts done but we still get Jesus. That that was my message to the kids. It's the message that we have to the world. It's the message that we have in this situation. You know, here's the reality. Jesus didn't die for Republicans or Democrats, Americans or those outside of this nation. He died for everyone. He gave grace and a way to have a relationship with God that's the hope. That's the message. That's what we're working for. That's what we're living for. That's what we're doing. And if it's outside of that, then I promise you, you will be depressed and defeated by what's happened. But if you're living for that, then you got hope. You got a foundation. You got something to stand on and something to live for. I'm not living for this nation, I'm not living for any president. You know, my hope is that the policy is good, that it benefits my business, that it benefits my community, that it benefits my family. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't, then the challenge that I get from that will only motivate me to serve God more faithfully. At the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Amen, dude. Amen. We uh, We were talking before. We said, "What's what's the verse? What's the verse? Well, we, where, where are we going to end with this?" Philippians four thirteen, baby. Like I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. Who gives me strength? Who gives you strength? Joe Biden's not going to give me strength. <laughs> Donald Trump definitely didn't give me strength. You know, these acts of violence and you know against this nation didn't give me strength the, those individuals making that count you know i you know i had hope i you know i was disappointed and i was you know you know excited and there was times you know all over the place but they didn't they didn't they didn't do that for me god gives me strength amen amen amen
Nelson, any final thoughts, man? I don't have anything right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, uh, it's been a weird, different couple of days. It has. You know, not just in America as a whole, but really in our personal lives. You know, a lot of us, if any of us, have seen anything like we saw the past couple of days. It's, it's been strange. It's been strange. There's still some processing. I think, yeah. I mean, it's still fresh. Yeah. But, yeah. but don't allow it to defeat no, us. No, no, right. absolutely. Right. Yeah. I, I encourage all of you, you know, us included, um, just, uh, just dive into the word, you know, in, in the end, what else matters? The declaration of independence. It's awesome. I'm glad we have it. The constitution. It's awesome. I'm glad we have it. I'd have signed it. I would have signed it too. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Okay. Read it sometime. <laughs> Kevin. Uh, but you know, in the end, what really matters? It's, it's. Christ, it's the Bible, it's each other, it's the guy that you're going to be seeing every day in person, in real life, not on social media, yeah. barking at each other. Um, you know, cherish those things, and we we will work on it as well as cherish, cherishing those things. So, uh, guys, just love one another, love God, you know, honor God, honor each other. Uh, this next week and beyond, and we'll uh, we'll come at you again next week for sure. Should we end with asking Nelson if he's actually going to take up your challenge? I don't know, Nelson. Are you? I will fast from something for twenty one <laughs> days. Okay, <laughs> Nelson. Wow. Will, hey, dude. I won't be here hey, next week. Hey, hey, I better know what it is. He should. Uh, he should definitely get into politics. I think you should. No. No. This is how you. Skirt. No. Pivot. Pivot. There it is. (laughs) Yeah. This is how you pivot. (laughs) No, I I, I too. More information on that. Please uh, um, stay tuned because, you know, let's give God the first fruits. Yeah. At the end of the day, we will be let down by so many things in our life, but I promise you God will never let you down. Promise, man. Yeah. Never has, never will. I, I say we end like this. Simply. Amen. Amen.